Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Benjamin Wax is an instructional writer for Burning Man. His pen name for all things Burning Man is Caveat Magister. Going to ask him what that's all about. He is the author of The Scene That Became Cities, What Burning Man Philosophy Can Teach Us About Building Better Communities. And he's joining me now. Should I refer to you as Caveat Magister or Benjamin? Your choice. Let's just do Caveat today. Thank you. Okay, Caveat. Uh, I have questions. All I know about Burning Man is that which I've been watching for the last couple of days with the the mud and the uh, the discomfort of so many of this year's attendees. So I want to know everything. And at some point, you're going to have to tell me about the Orgy Dome. How would you like to begin? <laughs> well, Why don't we with, begin there? Let's, um, okay. okay. That is, that is right. one camp among many, many at Burning Man. And it's important to understand that Burning Man is not an entertainment venue where the organization sets things up and people go and they see something that's, that's happening. Um, Burning Man is a co-created experience where literally everyone comes together 
and builds a city in the middle of the desert. And all the participants who you see there are the ones who are actually creating that city. So if it were a concert, you would, you know, it would be the participants who are building the stage and the scaffolding and the lights and, and manning the booth and singing all the music. If, if you want a, a stage at Burning Man, you can build it. Um, we, are, we talk about it as creating a city. We call it Black Rock City. And that's very much what's happening. And this is what makes Burning Man different from so many other events that people think about. It's not an entertainment space. It's a different kind of culture. It's an attempt to create an environment in which people come together and are creatively engaged for um, at least a week if they're doing it in Black Rock City or you know, in, their, in, their, in their own lives if they're doing it out in the world. Burning Man as Black Rock City is an event with 80,000 odd people, but Burning Man is also a global culture of events where people are doing this where they live um, all around the year, all around the globe. Caveat, is a ticket required? I mean, what's the process like? If you want to go to Black Rock City, there are tickets required because uh, it happens on federal land and there's a land cap for the number of people that we can have. But Burning Man is unlike other events that you think of because we encourage people to do it themselves out in the world. The, the message of a music festival like Coachella or, you know, um, um, Bumbersuit is you have to be there to experience it. The message of Burning Man is you can do this yourself. I can do this myself. And so on the one hand, yes, you need a ticket to get into Black Rock City and often these other events, but we encourage people to create their own events. Uh, okay, where, so when, when, I, when, I, when I get there, I'm, I'm just trying to understand the very basics. When I get there, am I provided a roadmap? Do I know what all of the different uh, offerings might be? Like, how do I navigate where I might end up? Uh, you navigate it the way you would going to just to any other city which is to say that there's no single central guide. Uh, the Burning Man organization produces a booklet every year called the uh, What, Where, When that tells you everything that they are told people are going to do. But again, the organization isn't creating the, and isn't creating the program, except for the burning of the man and the burning of the temple at the end of the week. Everything that happens at Burning Man, people are doing themselves. And so truthfully, nobody knows everything that's happening. It is impossible to keep track of everything because you have 80,000 people coming together and every one of them are forming into groups to, uh, to offer something up. Okay, what, how about you this? the streets what? like you would a city. You talk to people like you would in a city and find out what's right. going on. What might be the range of my experiences? Well, um, it's just about anything you can imagine. Burning Man is a culture that values what we call radical self-expression. And so... People are encouraged to do whatever they want to do in an environment where money isn't something that you're worrying about. Um, Burning Man is what we call a decommodified space. And so uh, with the exception of purchasing ice, which is just, you know, essential for survival out there, um, money doesn't buy anything. And so the question people ask themselves, they have to ask themselves is, if I'm in a space where I can't buy anything, but I can do just about anything I want, what do I want to do? And right. so some people build radio stations. Some people, yeah. a lot of people, build very strange and idiosyncratic art. You know, all those pictures that you see of art at Burning Man, participants created that, those weird sculptures and buildings. Um, many people create what are called theme camps where 
it's where they it's you know where they're camping out there in, in the city and they offer experiences to people who come in maybe they create a maze maybe they do some weird kind of performance art one of my favorite experiences out there was uh, a group called the Bureau of Beavis Bureaucracy that uh, pretended to give you uh, permits to do things, but you had to go through their their maze of you know strange ex- experiences, hopping back and forth like you would in the DMV. Only it was hilarious and funny. Um, often there were people offer massages, they they offer um, they offer uh, shampoo and head cleaning, um, you know any anything you can imagine out there. I, I was always struck by this one moment where I was walking down Black Rock City. And I came to a corner, and there was a man there with a uh, little girl. I presume it was his daughter. I have no idea. And she was holding a basket. And the man was calling out, ice-cold M&Ms, ice-cold M&Ms. Come and get your ice-cold M&Ms. All you have to do is take candy from a baby. Ice-cold M&Ms. Do you want to take candy from a baby? And if you wanted to reach into the basket and get ice-cold M&Ms on a hot day, you could. Uh, it, was, it was hilarious. People do um, anything they can imagine out there. And that's, that's the point. You have people coming together and following their passions and doing the things that they are idiosyncratically motivated to do. And it's just amazing and extraordinary. Caveat, where am I, if I'm there, where am I sleeping and what am I eating and what am I drinking? Everyone is responsible for uh, taking care of their their own well-being out there. Um, The the organization provides none of that. Um, So if you are bringing a tent, then you are sleeping in your tent. If you are bringing an RV, then you are sleeping in an RV. Um, you are eating whatever it is that you brought in. In addition to uh, radical self-expression, another one of Burning Man's principles is radical self-reliance. Uh, take take care of yourself. Are you able to, uh, to to make sure that you have your own needs and are, are meeting them? So it's it's again, it's very much up to the participants. Um, a lot of people band together to form groups, again, to form these theme camps, precisely because they can do more together than they can do individually. And so you have people creating tent cities and villages and communities uh, with, frankly, sometimes remarkable architecture um, coming together. You see all kinds of, uh, of, of dwellings and communities as you wander through. How much a part of it is the sexual element? This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. How much a part of it is the sexual element? Well, again, that's, that's up to uh, to individual people. Um, it's for some people that is something that they very much want to explore and that they uh, they do. And as long as they're you know upfront about what they're doing, that's and you know uh, honorable about it and following consent practices, that's great. Um, for a lot of people, it isn't much. Frankly, I frankly I find that environment to be uh, very unerotic myself, and so uh, it's it's not that big a part of it. Um, but again, it's. It's what people are bringing in. Well, if you are in look, an environment where, yeah, yeah. I was, I was yeah. going to say, you're, you're, look, you're, you're the expert. You're, you're the person who literally, you know, wrote the scene that became cities. What Burning Man philosophy can teach us about building better communities. From the outside looking in, I've never attended. I'm, I'm, I sure am intrigued, but the coverage tends to accentuate the more sexual aspects of it. I'm, I'm looking at a whole slew of links that tell me, as I referenced earlier, what goes on in the orgy mm-hmm. dome. Do you think that that's because that makes the most salacious aspect to then be put out in media use and get clicks? Or is it an important part of it? That's exactly what's happening is that, you know, that sells, right? It's, uh, right. it's, it's fun to put that kind of thing online. People, people look at it. Um, it is, again, it's not really part of the, uh, the, the, the DNA of the experience. Uh, people bring in and create what they want, what they want to create. Um, and oftentimes that has nothing to do with that whatsoever, frankly. And that's just the stuff that uh, is easy for people to throw on a website and get clicks. When you talk about radical self-expression, does a lot of it include nudity, even if it's non-sexual in nature, but nudity nonetheless? Yeah, that is that is absolutely um, something. There, there is there is a great deal of that out there. There, there's a lot of people who are experimenting with costumes, with play, with different aspects of themselves, finding what feels authentic. 
And all of that is welcome. But if you are talking about the actual principles of the of the the experience itself, of the culture itself. They include radical self-expression, but also radical self-reliance. They include civic responsibility. They can include communal effort. Um, they include leaving no trace. There's, there's nothing about um, sexuality specifically in the 10 principles of the culture. That's, okay, that's how about this question? For themselves if, if they want to explore. If, if radical self-expression is, is sort of the mantra of Burning Man in a digital world, is there a protocol? Are there rules in terms of what you can or should not photograph or take video of if you're a participant? Uh, absolutely. And that's that's gotten as, you know, cameras have gotten everywhere over time. That has uh, become something that is increasingly difficult to have policies and procedures around. But we ask people if they're going to use their cameras for anything other than personal use, for anything other than their personal memories, to, yes, to, to talk to people who they are photographing to get, to, to get consent. Um, we, uh, it's a, it, because the Black Rock City event is you know, a private event, uh, we have stipulations in the tickets that, uh, that if you're using photographs for something other than personal use, that uh, the Burning Man organization has the right to ask you to take it down if we discover that someone was photographed without their consent. So absolutely, that's, uh, that's, that's a part of it. But I, I think the whole dynamic is something that we can see happening in this conversation where, you know, you as the representative of the media are saying, hey, orgy dome sexuality, what's that about? And I'm talking about communal effort and I'm talking about gifting and I'm talking about radical self-expression and radical self-reliance. The, the, the emphasis on sexuality is something that, that is being brought into the conversation, not something that Burning Man is bringing out and talking about. When you assemble 70,000 people spontaneously, sometimes bad things happen. I've attended many Grateful Dead or Dead and Company shows over the years and know that it depends who those 70,000 people are because often not a single arrest gets made at a Dead and Company show. Um, what are the policing issues, if any, that have been uh, present with Burning Man? Well, the, the Burning Man community is um, remarkably uh, responsible, as you might imagine, for a community that values radical self-reliance. Um, our primary, certainly there is a law enforcement presence, um, and that is actually required. Again, this is on, this is, happens on federal land, and so um, you know, so the, the government of, and the various municipalities nearby can, can set terms for that sort of thing, and they do. But Burning Man's own uh, attempt, the way Burning Man handles his own issues are with uh, community involvement. Uh, there are groups called the Rangers who exist to help people out and to offer support in disputes, and they don't have arresting powers. They're not law enforcement. They're there to help. They're there to help find solutions and to engage, and it works remarkably well. Um, because we're not trying to set down rules. We, there, there are rules, again, you know, many of them are imposed on us, uh, but, but we're there to try to help people find ways to express themselves and engage in participatory culture. And so uh, that is the, the preferred way to, to handle issues. And it works very well. It turns out that when you have people who are there not to offer suspicion or to arrest or to wield power over you, but are there to help and to try to find solutions and to offer support, it works incredibly well. Final question. Thank you, caveat magister. Is there more demand than tickets? If people want to go next year, what's that process? Uh, traditionally, there is substantially more demand than tickets. Hmm. Uh, traditionally, um, hmm. 
we, we see something like two or three times the number of applicants for tickets that uh, than, than we can provide. So I would encourage people to uh, look at uh, the burningman.org website to reach out to their local communities because there are probably local Burning Man communities wherever they are to talk to people. The, the best thing you can do is to connect with other burners. This is a participatory culture. It spreads by word of mouth, or at least it spreads most effectively by word of mouth. So talk to people. Of course, also read the scene that became cities uh, to uh, to get a deeper sense of that. But yeah, the, the best thing you can do is to go to burningman.org, find where your local Burning Man communities are, who your regional contacts are, and to, to start making connections. Your book is called The Scene people. That Became Cities, What Burning Man Philosophy Can Teach Us About Building Better Communities. Caveat Magister. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, gang, <clears throat> quickly, I need help. Okay, he answered my questions, and he was a wonderful guest. But uh, I, come on, you've been there. I know some of you have been there. What, what do I need to know about Burning Man? This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Shannon, I, I hope you're going to tell me you've been there. Yes, I've been. I've actually been for uh, 10 years. Okay. Thank goodness for you. Can you paint the picture? What goes on? How much of is it about sex? I thought he painted a pretty good picture of what it is. The nudity is a thing, but you also have to remember it's 110 degrees. So right. nudity is also just comfortable, you know. There's well, where, a lot of that. Where, and yes, okay, where are you, where are you sleeping? Where are, Shannon, where are you sleeping? So we sleep in a trailer that we have outfitted with insulation, air conditioning. You need AC, I would say. Okay. Like, where do most people sleep? Do they camp? Do they sleep in their cars? It's, like, it's not like you can check in at the inn, right? It's all of that. You see all of that. I mean, there are a lot of RVs. The wealthy people, of course, are out there in million-dollar RVs, and they have people preparing their food, and, you know, it's a different experience when you have that kind of money. I, I see. There's like a glamping for, for burners? Yes. Okay, oh, can yeah. I, my basic questions, can I get a hot shower and a good meal? Yes, you can. In fact, oh. people often, there's entire camps that cook for you, and it's good okay, food. But, but, I mean, it's good, okay. it's restaurant quality food. Okay, but, but, money, but money is not exchanged, am I right? Correct. No. You, if you know how to cut hair, you offer haircuts. As he mentioned, if you're a massage therapist, maybe you do that. Uh, people make earrings, make necklaces, whatever you can <laughs> TC, do to offer. TC, what, TC, what can I do? If, I'm, if I need a gas, meal... Hey, gas, grass, or ass, Michael. Nobody gas, re- grass, <laughs> or ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, so I can yeah. be fed and I can get a hot shower, but I, I'm going to have to come up with something. Uh, that's that's the idea. I mean, you don't, it's not, people think that if they go out to a place where they're serving alcohol for every drink, you have to give them something. Not true. Not okay. true. I and mean, we operate a bar every year what, and we give what out is, alcohol all night long. What is the, what is the drug scene like? Uh, pretty prevalent, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, the, stay in your camp and do it. It's not something, If in fact, the only guy I ever saw get arrested he had a sign that said, I have LSD, $10 a hit on hmm. his back, and they hmm. kicked him out because hmm. you can't sell it, and you can't be that obvious about it. Can, can you move from camp to camp to camp? Oh, 100%. That's what everybody does. Okay. So I, I, can go, I, can go any, I can go anywhere I want to go. 
correct, except the, this is the one thing he didn't mention. They say that that's the rule. Mm. Nobody can block off their camp. Everybody mm. except now you go see Chris Rock and Will Smith. You're not yeah. going to get into their camping area. I see. Got it. Okay. Excellent job, Shannon. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, John, Carson City, what what haven't I covered that I need to know about Burning Man? I think you've covered most of the bases pretty well. What I wanted to tell you is that in April of 2020, you were uh, conducting a survey on your show about how the, the pandemic was affecting you. And I called and, and told you that we were those of us in northern Nevada were waiting to find out if Burning Man was going to happen that year. And we had a, about a three minute chat about it. Huh. I mean, I have certainly know the subject. I just never to the extent have I been interested like I am now because of what just went on this weekend. Were you there this yeah, weekend? I, mean, I was. You and, are. And during our, yeah, and during our conversation, I, I believe it, it was the first time you had actually heard of it because you were like, TC, do you know about this? And she's like, well, yeah, John, but I'm not that cool. So, John, yes. what was the craziest thing you saw at Burning Man this weekend? Oh, I'd have to say... Just seeing the rain and the mud it was so different than what you're used to seeing because it's like last year was 105 degrees there. So the weather was completely different. But being there in that environment, because when you see pictures of it normally, it, there, there's not a cloud in the sky because it's in a very hot and dry desert. Right. But just seeing the atmosphere change this year just totally changed the whole perspective. And, and this year was the 11th time that I had been. Mm. Good for you. All right. Well, I'm, I'm I'm coming. I'm coming to your camp. If I finally, if I finally go to Burning Man, I'll just come to. What's the name of your camp? Camp Sweaty Betty. And um, <laughs> your your guest caveat when he mentioned uh, people that wash hair. That's yeah. us. You wash yeah, and, hair. And, and, I, that's and, that's it's it's one thing I will not need. It's the one thing I will not need. I do need a hot shower. Thank you, John. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.